Welcome, everybody, and thank you for joining us for another week here on YouTube and our podcast platforms. We are the Think Different Podcast. Will, TLD, former Apple retail creative and genius, along with my man, Mr. Keto, beautiful, sexy, (laughs) my Valentine, Frank Funk. Morster. Too, too much information, Will. Too much uh, information. We agreed that we would be each other's Valentine's this year because our wives have done something else and they don't want to be a part of our Valentine's Day traditions. So here we are together for another great week. That's right. Another another wonderful Apple week, huh? Uh, that's right. Instead of doing news this week, we're going to skip right to our subject. We wanted to talk about the tips and tricks of being an Apple user. And these are just things that we feel as an Apple product owner, doesn't matter if it's Mac, iPhone, Apple Watch, even AirPods, nothing else matters. But we found that these 10 tips that we like should be the things you should look for of why being an Apple person is the best experience. And I can tell you, Frank, I got a work phone that is a Samsung. That thing is so annoying. I don't know how people think that's a better experience than an iPhone. Now, I've been around iPhone since the very first one, but I can tell you that I just can't, you know, I just don't get it. I just don't get it. Well, I think it has a lot to do with not what you know, but what you're familiar with. So if you were uh, a mobile phone user and said, oh, I'm not going to pay that kind of money for an iPhone, you went for something less and you would pick up a Samsung or a Motorola or whatever, an Android of some sort, and that's what you're used to, that's what you know. Mm-hmm. So that's what you're familiar with. Um, I too, when I get my hands on an Android, I'm like, just, I don't think it's as intuitive. I don't think it's as simple. You know, I can relate an experience where I, a person had a Samsung and they wanted me to help them put contacts on. So I put some contacts on and to, it, it just seemed like you had to drill so far down into the menu to add a contact. And then it didn't even relate to other apps like your mail, like, you know, those kinds of things. And I was like, just seems silly to me, but. The simplest thing I could think of when I've been using this, when I go to the phone app, the voicemails is in a different app. Like that to me is not easy to, to figure yeah, out. Yeah, right. So th- that's a simple thing I'm talking about that is just so hard to figure out when it comes to a Samsung. But we're not here to talk about Samsung, although they make great displays for our Apple devices. Let's talk about what we feel are our top each of us have five tips a piece and you know what frank i'm gonna be selfish i'm gonna start because this is is my idea for the subject it's my show that's right you're just here (laughs) to give us keto advice and to give your you know grandpa opinion there you go uh so my number one feature and this and i and i remember the day we both worked at the Apple Store right when this came out. It was Mac OS 10.5. Yes. And they were touting this was the biggest release of all time. And I remember being in the store when the mob of people came in to buy this software for $129. And some people even stayed at the store while this was actually installing, which, of course, we were not encouraging even back then. But the number one feature why I think most people wanted this, not only for just the different look of the whole, like they reimagined the entire OS, and Time Machine was the number one thing that I was so impressed with, that they were eight, and think about this, this is 2007. 
that they came out with this idea. And it, and if you don't know what this is, it's a built-in backup feature for your Mac to automatically back up your personal data, including apps, music, photos, email, and documents. And to this day, you will not even have this feature in a in a Windows without paying for it. Yeah. And they gave it to you for at the time, which was $129, which ended up becoming free when 10.8 came around yeah so, you know um when i saw this on your list i thought oh you know i completely forgot about that and you're right it was an it's a very big deal and it's yeah. something that um you don't realize it's even working so once you set it up and you tell it to go and you put an external drive in it just runs and you, you know your mac is being backed up automatically and um it, it, you know, that's the beauty of it. And the key feature is you have to have an external hard drive. So, th And I've always said this yes. to the Genius Bar. It's going to cost you for... You could buy the cheapest drive you want because backup drives are meant for one thing. And that's just to back up your stuff. You're not. It's not meant to work on. It's not meant to do anything except back it up and recover it. It just depends on how fast you want it returned to you or how fast you want to move it over to another device, which exactly. makes the difference. But you know, for $80, $70 to do that, or would you rather pay a thousand dollars to get data recovery, especially yes. on an SSD Mac? Yeah, and especially now Macs since 2016 that are built on the logic board, so data recovery is nearly impossible. So Time Machine will always, for me as a Mac user, be the number one reason why I would do it. It's the number one selling point to me. It's like, like yeah. all you gotta do is pay a fifty, sixty dollars. Drives are so cheap now. Yep, it doesn't make any sense not to do it. So Time Machine is my number one my number one was icloud allowing all your devices to store your files in icloud drive it's a big benefit um, you can store all your photos store all your notes all your contacts and when you do this all of the devices have access to that information you only have to input or update the data from one source and it updates across all of your devices major major feature mm -hmm. and if if you um, if your devices are stolen uh, you don't have any of your devices you can go on any machine with a current web browser log into iCloud.com and still have access to all of your information mm -hmm. it's it's I mean it's to me iCloud is as important as time machine is to a Mac for your backups. It gives you access across all your devices, Macs, iPhones, iPads, whatever. I, I remember you now back in the day, I'm going back to 07 again, Dot Mac is what the original yeah. version of this was called. Dot yep. Mac included, you know, the normal mail, contacts, calendars, but some of the hidden things was iDisk, which ended up being files, which iCloud files ended yep, up becoming yep. but iDisk was a huge deal for me because cloud storage back in 07 wasn't exactly an easy thing to get maybe Dropbox was just about we only got 5 gigs this, right. and, and this plan was like it was 20 gigs or something like that like yes. a default uh, option and, and and the biggest reason I did dot .Mac was because they gave you a web they gave you a hosting yes. option yeah, that means you could do your own you could do your own website which we had iWeb back in the day, and yeah. you could do your own podcast feed. So I you, hated it when they discontinued iWeb. Yeah. iWeb was, I mean, it was a very easy way to it really create was. a website and host it was. it. It was. Now, I would say Wix has surpassed that feature, 
I was using iWeb for my own personal uh, website, but yeah, definitely was the way to go. But iCloud, I, I, again, it's it's such an important part of Apple's ecosystem that you know that's why Apple's number two was services. Yeah, and iCloud is probably the major reason uh, behind that. Now, I mean, I don't know if everybody uses iCloud who has Apple devices, but um, I mean, they should. Uh, they should. I don't know why you wouldn't. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's... Apple has to start being a little more lean on the five gig plan that's for free, and then up. You know, uh, you know, people. Google Drive gives you twenty gigs, or uh, you know, Dropbox gives you fifteen gigs. Like Apple's got to be a little more lean, I think, on the original storage amount. Right. I mean, I like, or I, I like to say, the five gigs of trial. To a new user, like yeah. a trial, yeah. and then if you really that. dig the options, then you pay ninety nine cents a month. The only thing that comes close to this is Google, and and Google, I'll be honest, has a very good ecosystem. I just joined like YouTube TV now. I'm now a YouTube TV guy. I got rid of my Direct TV, yep. and now I have that. I we use, we did. We, I do store all these items on the Google Drive for all of our audio files. Some of our videos are up there just hanging around. So I absolutely take advantage of Google's and they do a very good job. It just sucks that, you know, the only device you could do that's all built into that is their own phones. Yeah. But, uh, you know, Samsung, you could do it, but you have to, it's extra steps. You know, where Apple, it's built right into the setup and yep. it's real easy. So good one, Frank. iCloud is definitely one of my favorites. Now, my second feature that I really love that people I don't think take advantage of is finding and identifying your photos using the uh, the faces feature inside of Photos of a Mac. As you import new photos into your library, photos are automatically matching any people in, to them that you have identified already, and you can manually identify them. And I'm starting to really take advantage of that because when Luke was born... I immediately started that. And now I'm going to see Luke grow from being born to being one years old. And Faces is going to automatically do that. Now, of course, you go in and confirm other Faces, but everything's organized by date. Yeah. You know, and that's a feature that's so powerful that I don't think people do. Well, I think, I don't think people want to invest the time. I mean, they sure. say they do, but then they don't. You have yeah. to go in and you have to identify people. And it, it, if you have a lot of photos, it takes a while for the system to go through those photos and for you to confirm mm -hmm. person uh, that it is. But once you get it done, it, it is a nice feature. I, nice I, I would say on the phone it's a little bit harder. Like if you wanted to put a face on somebody but the app doesn't recognize it, you do have to go on the Mac and do it. Yeah. But on the phone, this is such a powerful thing. Look at this. I mean, everything. Look how organized I have all these different people on here. Of course, I'm number one. Uh, uh, you know, but 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 even it goes <laughs> all the way down. I don't. Is, I'm not. I don't see me in there. No, Frank. You, Frank. I don't think I have a picture of you. Uh, top <laughs> us together. But you can see like all these different photos, and you can just go to somebody and add them. I think it's so convenient to have that, and I think people need to take advantage of it. So go take a look at it. Try to use the faces feature. It'll blow you away. Yeah, I, I have, I have some pictures of Tara, but none of you. Whoa. Oh. <laughs> Should I tell your wife? <laughs> no. <laughs> My number two is um, the Apple Mail app. Um, I when I was a in the store and we would do setup a lot of people would say oh i use google mail or I use this or I use hotmail or this or that 
and um, I don't think people realize that the Apple Mail app, you can have multiple email addresses connected to that. Mm. And it, it allows you to put in a Hotmail address, to have a Google address, to have a iCloud address, and manage them all from either one inbox or multiple inboxes. And um, to me, it simplifies the mail process. Like you were mentioning before about another app on the Samsung to go to voicemail. Why would you want to have Google Mail, uh, a Verizon Mail account, and so on and so forth, when you can have them all managed through the Apple Mail app? I, I tend to keep try to keep things as simple as possible, and so I really like that app a lot. And you can, you know, I have a Gmail address, I have mm -hmm. a uh, my iCloud, but my iCloud is my uh, primary one. Mm -hmm. I use the Gmail when. Um, people insist on having a uh, an, an email address. That's, or is that for all your is that for all your coupons? Yes. Is that where your old man coupons yes. go? <laughs> now I'm sure most people on their phones use this feature because I think I think that app is the best regarding how to organize all your mail. Uh, it's definitely one of the better ones. The one on the app on the computer I think needs a little more improvement. Like I'm using Outlook on a daily basis, and there's so many plugins and add-ins that you can add to it where Apple doesn't have that on the Apple Mail app. Now, typically they're in separate other apps, but the convenience of having all of them in one is a little convenient, and I, I do like that sometimes. Mm -hmm. uh, so, in my opinion, you know, they didn't combine the contacts app or the calendar app like they do with Outlook, but also Outlook you have to pay for too. Right. So you don't get that for free. Uh, you know, it's part of your 365. You know, so it's really up to you. But I think the, uh, the benefit of it is the share feature. If you want to share it to your mail, you know, that's why. I mean, you could definitely install Office 365 on your Mac and have Outlook be your main one. And then if you want to share stuff, it can go there. You can do it. But it's it's very convenient. But I think iCloud itself as an email is not the best. I definitely think Gmail is probably the best. Well, I, I think they got that tied down. But as far as like the mail client you're referring to, yes, I would agree Apple's the best. Yep. So that was uh, that's that's another one that I I tend like I said I try to keep things as uh, condensed and as simple as possible. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't like to have multiple apps that do the same thing. Mm -hmm. So that's why I, I, if, where I can consolidate them, uh, I do. Fair man. So uh, what's your, your next one. Yeah. So my next one is a feature I have never used yet, but I can't wait to use it, and that is Sidecar where you can use your iPad as a display that extends or mirrors your Mac desktop wireless or wired. I'm not running Catalina where this was introduced, but I saw hey, it in app. You're behind, buddy. I'm two, almost two years behind now. Uh, but the plan is once I'm done with editing my weddings, that is when I'm going to do it because I still have to find a solution for my old Photoshop and my old Adobe Encore because they are not going to work anymore once I do that, and I will need them. So... I'm, my only other solution is buying a, a, an old computer that's been modified and has the old operating system on it to well, protect me. Have you have you explored uh, Affinity, Affinity Photo? I I have Pixelmator, which will be my replacement for Photoshop. But Encore is a necessary thing to make Blu-ray menus, and I need that. Uh, especially so that will not go away for me so I will likely have to have a separate computer 
that'll just be for that task only. So, but with Sidecar, uh, you know, regarding that feature, I love the idea of having a secondary display. Like, if I just want to have my mail there right. or my messages there yep. um, and connect them together, or if I want to, uh, even with Final Cut, I can have that be like a window for something. Yeah. You know, it, it would be very beneficial for me to have that. And I would always do it wired because I've seen the wireless and it's not that great sometimes. I do see it kind of lagging a little bit. Well, yeah, but the wire, the wire, though, was very strong. And I think Sidecar, when they came out with that feature, it, 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 that one just is amazing to me. I think that's a good reason. And that's a, a selling point. Like, do you have an iPad? Great. You can hook it up to your device and it can act as a, as a secondary display. How cool is that? Well, my next one is uh, something I know that's near and dear to your heart. And we talked about a little bit last on week. On almost is, everything. On almost everything. And that is to always, always purchase AppleCare uh, on whatever product you get. If you use it once, just once, mm -hmm. in the two years that it Especially usually Especially for covers, physical. Yep. Um, it more than pays for itself. Some people say, well, why would I want to spend that money? It, I'm not going to drop it. It's not going to get scratched. It's not going to do this. Well, you know. Yeah, right. It happens. I was told by AppleCare. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> so so that, to me, is, is, a, is another big one. Um, and I think that for what it covers on most of the products, it's well worth the price. Especially what products would you say it's not worth? That's That's more so the question. Well, I don't know that it's not worth it, but I don't see a lot going wrong with uh, the Apple TVs. Right. You know, maybe there. But Apple, to me, Apple TV, HomePod, and AirPods are not worth it for me. Okay. Uh, they're definitely not worth it for me. Even if I lose them, I, I don't think that's... I, mean, I, I don't know if AppleCare Plus is on it. It might be where... Oh, you might lose a HomePod. Uh, you could lose a HomePod. <laughs> you could definitely lose an AirPod. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Don't you take your uh, your HomePod with you everywhere? <laughs> yeah, I plug it into my car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, good luck getting that thing to work to the internet. I don't know how you're going to yeah. do that. But yeah, AppleCare is such an important purchase because it, you have to explain why, especially now, Apple has given more benefits to AppleCare than they've ever done. Once yeah. they when they started adding physical damage coverage, that changed the game for me. Oh, that, that's a no-brainer. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, crack screen um you could pay casing. 200 you could pay 279 dollars for one crack on this on my iphone 11 or i could pay 199 and then pay a 50 and pay a 29 dollar deductible does yeah, that or, not make them and by the way i could do that four times in two years yeah and, and i and, can and i could buy an extension now that we learned that from last week from yes. my last episode uh, how about on how about on a macbook pro what's it what's it cost to replace a screen on a macbook uh, pro 99 dollars if you get the apple care plus if you don't have apple care plus 475 dollars and yeah. on and that's on a 13 inch and a 13 inch i believe costs 269 so again you're paying for itself on yeah. one accidental damage yeah. coverage and especially if uh, you're a college student I mean, yeah. you know, or a stupid person that likes to break yeah. their stuff. Yep. If you're if you if you're very emotional and you let your feelings get out on your computer, you need to get Apple Care Plus. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, any college student that doesn't use Time Machine mm -hmm. and Apple Care Plus is deserves a, everything they get coming through. <laughs> that's right. You're right. That is absolutely true. And my next thing, which 
does not tie into anything we're talking about is iMessage because the core features of iMessage, which is available connecting all your platforms together, including text, images, videos, documents, and you get your delivery and read stat at read receives end-to-end encryption, which means nobody, including Apple, is able to intercept or tamper with sent messages. Yeah. And that is probably my number one reason is the end-to-end encryption. No one can get into these messages, but also the idea that I can respond on my Mac and answer on my phone and then go to my iPad. Everything just works together with iMessage. Yeah. yeah. And, that, and that includes SMS. The... the um. My wife's big on, uh, she likes the Facebook Messenger. I said, okay, have at it. You just So is my mother-in-law. That's the same thing. She's no different. But she has a, you know, she's a very, you know, she's a Republican by heart. So, you know, she she has to be careful. I just try to tell people, like, you know, uh, listen, I, not that I, not that I technically need end-to-end encryption, but why would I text someone or send a text message to someone that it's going to go to Facebook and they can do whatever they want with it? Mm-hmm. Um, and we're in a battle right now with that, by the way, because Apple is about to limit what tracking can be done on their Facebook app, which is a big thing right now, where Facebook believes that they are going to be screwed because now when the update occurs, the next update that is supposed to come out is supposed to include a tracking option that you could turn off so that Facebook cannot track your activity, uh, what you do. Yeah, but you know what? I think this is all um, filibuster on... uh Facebook's part because you know as well as I do well people do not read they do not read like wait a minute no one reads the terms and conditions Frank uh, no not even Adam and Eve they they were the first ones not to read Apple's uh, terms and conditions (laughs) and that's why that's why we have a sin thanks a lot thanks Um, a lot Adam and Eve you dumbasses but I mean, you know yourself, how many times people install an app and they get that little pop-up screen that says, do you want to allow this app to send you notifications? And they just, they just hit allow. Uh, uh, okay. And then, and then they, then they keep saying, why do I get this all the time? Why do I get yeah. this? Well, because you dumbass, you didn't read it. Yeah. Um, you just press buttons because you think you're smarter than the, the phone is smarter than you sometimes. I hate and, to say it. And, and I think, um, I think that's, that's what, uh. Even though Facebook is talking a lot about it, it's just something for them to complain. Yeah, and they knew it was coming. Apple announced it, and they told everyone it was coming, and now it's on its way. And now all these businesses believe that they're going to be in a lot of trouble because they are not able to use data to sell you stuff. My God, the end of the Facebook is coming. Yeah, It's It's not going anywhere, folks. All right. Face it. Well, and and let's face it. Face it. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha. Face it. They're going to... The end user is going to inquire about a product when they want the product. I don't mm-hmm. care what they use. If you're in a situation and you need a a plumber, you're going to go Google local plum- plumbers in your area. Whether it's you get advertisements through Facebook or it, you're going to do the research. Um, I, I don't see it impeding sales of anything. Um, I could I could tell you personally, my own business. I've done the Facebook ad thing, not really my style, and 
word of mouth in these bride Facebook groups for my WV Productions company is how I'm getting my business. Yeah, I don't do any advertising whatsoever because yeah. I now also I, it's a part time job because it's not my full time. That's why I can do a lower paying job. You know, I I don't need a bigger paying job because I make a good twenty k at least from doing my videography. Yeah. So I'm set. You know, and that's and that's important. But there's not times where I've clicked on ads and took a look at them. I really avoid the Facebook ones, but the Instagram ones sometimes really get me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me uh, too. Some of the some, well, see, they're all tied into what you're viewing on Instagram. Yeah, of course. So, yeah, um, they're one. They're one of the same. But I to to wrap up iMessage. I think, I think besides the ending and encryption, just the idea that you could just respond on any device is just yeah. so convenient. And again, you really don't have that anywhere. You, what other uh, op? You know, you, Google doesn't really. They, if they do, no one really uses it. And Samsung tries it, but you know, they have yeah. two different message options when you're on there. In fact, you have to pay. I think for like an advanced voicemail feature on there. So yeah, yeah. Well, well, now you can even if if you you can respond to an individual in a group message. Yep. Well, that's a very nice feature. I've done yep. that several times. I've used that, but I don't have enough. I don't think I have enough groups to to really use it. But yeah. it's good for who really needs it, especially like mm -hmm. businesses need it. My next tip would be to learn to use pages, numbers, and Keynote. Um, this is going to first of all save you money mm -hmm. buying Microsoft Office. And all of those Apple programs will read and write to Microsoft format as well as PDF format. And each of those programs, people are saying, oh, you know, I got to learn something totally new. Well, here's the thing. When you open those three programs side by side, they all have the same icons. So when you learn the use of an icon in one app, it's going to have the exact same use in the others. So the learning curve is nowhere near as great as people think. Mm -hmm. And most people only need a basic uh, word processor, a basic spreadsheet program, and a basic, um, I'll say, uh, PowerPoint or keynote presentation software. Most people only use maybe five to eight percent of the capability of those products. Now, pages, numbers, and keynote are very powerful. I don't want to mislead anyone. Mm -hmm. um, you can take them to the nth degree, but they can be as simple or as complex as you want to make them. Let's put it that way. So they're very capable programs. They can write across multiple platforms. You can export CSV files. You can export Microsoft formatted files you can read microsoft formatted files so there's plenty of capability there um and and i i really i i really like these products i like the the suite itself um i've been using it since uh mac days the you know mac cloud days the very beginning what was that i work I work. Yeah, that was the beginning of it. And yeah. they used to charge you only like $39 with the purchase or yes. $79 for yep. it. Yeah, and, and remember, you're paying a $99 a year subscription for Office 365, which is what it is now. Yeah. Think about, you know, think about it now where you're getting this software completely free. It's part of iCloud. 
And it's not as hard as you think it is because we have a great YouTube video that tells you how to do it. That's right. And and, and any upgrades, any updates to those free. programs, you get automatically. Yep. Now, 365 does that, but you're paying for that every year. Yeah. You know, buying a one, I, I tell people buying a one-time purchase of Office is fine, but honestly, you have Google that's free. Like, honestly, I'd rather you yeah. use Google before you even use uh, Office at all. Yeah. I, I think if... Um, well, I think there are some things that Apple could do. They need to make up their mind if they're going to make a push into the corporate world, um, because that's where Microsoft, let's face it, that's where Microsoft has its stronghold. Mm -hmm. um, and, and and if you and I wanted to tell you that we both we do have a beginners part of numbers and of pages on our youtube channel please check them out it's and obviously our pages one uh is really the number one popular it's a 97 percent uh happy customers that that watch that video so we appreciate the feedback on that even frank's one starting to creep up there and has has 100 percent feedback wow, so very good yeah so it, we just have a new one that came out you know 100 percent satisfaction of likes on our youtube channel so check it out guys we already give you the tools necessary to help you out we haven't done keynote yet which we could do uh and then we're gonna we're gonna try to do more of these videos so i do agree about the uh pages numbers of keynote you get it for free and you save money what how can you not want to do well, that there's so many programs that you get with your mac and your phone you know we haven't even touched on iMovie how powerful iMovie is mm-hmm um, I agree. Or even making your own music, GarageBand, or even recording a yeah. podcast like we do. Yep. You could. We started that in GarageBand. It was yes. much easier. Zoom has made this very easy now, as convenient. But I used to start everything in GarageBand. Yep. And our my final feature that I use a lot, especially now that tax season is coming up, is the markup feature. Now markup is allowing you to take a PDF or an image, and you're allowed to draw on it, put uh, items on it. But my main thing is signatures. Yes. You can do a signature on your Mac or on your iOS. So when I have clients sign an invoice, I tell them to use the markup feature, use a signature, and you can have one of your pre-programmed signatures you've already created fill out. And that way you don't have to print them out, sign them, scan oh, them, and put you them can back. pre-programmed signatures on your iPhone? Oh, my yes, God. God. Gee, that sounds like a uh, instructional video you need to make, Will. Oh, okay. Show people. I don't. You know how many people know how to do that? I don't think a lot of people do. So I, I would say that is a great feature to talk about. Absolutely. I, I would have to make that feature up. Or you could do it, Frank. You're home all the damn time. I'm the one going to work. I'm the one that's got the new kid. I have bowling tomorrow, and and I edit this podcast. What the hell, Frank? You go play on your little on all four of your drums. Why don't you show the people six. how to use six sets of drums? Six sets of drums. Why don't you show them how to do the markup feature? <laughs> Maybe I will. Will. All right. Final. Thank you. And thank you. My, God my, damn. Like I gotta do it all. <laughs> I gotta do everything. You were creative. Hey. It's your Longer show. Than me. It's not my show. It's <laughs> it's not it's a people's show, and you're just here. <laughs> all right. My la my last uh, item is always add the iPhone, uh, the Apple Store, and Apple Support apps on your iPad and your iPhone. These are fantastic apps. It's the fastest and easiest way to purchase and contact Apple Support if you should have any problem um i can't tell you how many times uh, i would tell people they would call me i got you know i got this kind of problem should i go to the store i said no 
download this app on your phone or your iPad. And what's nice about it when it when you sign in with your Apple ID and password, it knows all of the products that you have registered to that ID. And you can ask specific questions through that app. You can chat with an Apple support person. You can call Apple support. And guess what? You can even elect if the wait time is high, like they have high volumes, they'll tell you right there. If we'll call you back in five minutes, 10 minutes, whatever it is, you can have them. And if that day, if that day is inconvenient for you, you can schedule a call on another day and mm -hmm. they will call you. Now, not only that, these are actual Apple employees. So they're Apple support employees. It's not a third party farmed out service. Um, it's I've well, I know, Will, you've dealt with them a couple of times. I've dealt with mm -hmm. them a couple of times. Um, it, it's a great service. Uh, I, I can't talk highly enough about it. I, it's I think it's fantastic. Yeah, try. I, I'll give you a, the best comparison. I called a Lenovo hotline today which was on their main contact page. Now, think, I'm gonna let you know what I did. I put the serial number of the product in. There's a contact us, I call the number. I tell them the serial number of the product. They're like, oh, this is a different pad. Um, I have to get you over to the, it's like the, the one of their pads, but I need to go to the ThinkPad support. So they had to move me over to another person. I was like, wait a minute. So I put the serial number in. I went to the support page. I called the number and it took me to the wrong support, which was supposed to go to ThinkPad support. I'm like, what the hell is that? And this is an example of why when you talk to phone support, maybe other than Amazon, I can't think of a better experience than Apple. Yeah. Honestly. Um, and, and, you know, there are times when you'll um, maybe the first person you talk to. Yeah, they're not. They're they're very basic trained here. We're they're nowhere near a creative, or I would say they're not even near a specialist at an Apple store. And if you're lucky, you'll get to talk to somebody that because Apple stores are still not back in full capacity. You right. will sometimes be talking to someone that worked at the Apple store or still does, and that could be a creative, it could be a specialist, it could be a service specialist who really knows their stuff. Yeah. So. And of course, they're limited on what they can do unless they talk to a tier two. And by the way, if you're if you want to complain, just say I need a tier two, and you'll get yeah. the right person yeah. that you want. And and, and not only that, uh, you can uh, they can you can sh give them permission to share your screen. Yep. And they can watch exactly what you're doing yep. on your on your phone, mm -hmm. on your iPad, on your Mac. And I mean, it's I've I've had nothing but and they're very very nice. Um, I can't say enough good things about them. I really enjoyed when I called. I can tell you that for me personally, the Apple Store app is not very useful because I ha we have inside contacts. So right. we, d we would never probably order anything from the Apple Store app. Uh, but Apple Support, definitely use that. Uh, it's able to tell you exactly what to do, how to do it. Uh, very powerful. You can do a search for anything you need to look in there. In fact, when people ask me, how do you do this? I go to Apple Support, look it up, and I yep. share it directly from the app. I wish that Apple Support app could be on everyone's phones by default. They can't be legally, but they, you should, I would absolutely agree with you, Frank. Well, Download the Apple Support app. When we would do setups, that those those two apps, we would automatically. Um, yeah. Apple Store, them, I think, automatically is on there. on there. But Apple Store, I think, is on everybody's phone. 
Now, uh, I, I use the Apple Store. I mean, even though you know I'm in close proximity, but I, I tout it because if you're in an area like my uh, sister-in-law lives in South Carolina, uh, they have to travel three hours to go to the Charleston store. Okay, so I said, you know, look on the Apple Store app for what you're looking for, and you can contact somebody right there and most cases you'll have if you want to buy the product you can you can use your apple pay to pay for it and uh you'll have it in a few days in most cases you know it's funny frank i just opened the apple store app and there's a section called for me that tells you like suggestions that you need to do yep. one of them is talking about the apple care plan is available to purchase until march 27th of 2021 so it's actually recommending that i get apple care on one of my products i'm trying to figure out right now what product that is but i'm thinking it's the apple watch yeah, uh, that's at least I'm thinking, but that's a very interesting. So I think that that's kind of neat. I didn't even know they had that feature in there, or if they did, it's not useful to me. But you could also book the sessions that we had at the yep. today at Apple's, but they're not obviously going on right now. But I agree; those are uh, these are ten tips, both these are tips that we hope you take. Uh, I think that the top ones that we talked about with iCloud Time Machine should definitely be one of them. Photos is more of like for fun, sidecars for fun, message I'm sure most people are already using, but don't realize, you know, really the benefit of it if you were to switch your platforms around. Yeah. And I think like features like, like photos, markup, you know, iWork, uh, those are things that you know, you may use that I think if you dive into it, I think you'll really enjoy them. Well, but, I'll tell you another app that I use a lot a lot uh, is iBooks I love iBooks um, well I don't know how to read Frank so that's why I just uh, stick to my podcast well, you can get some graphic novels that, that would help uh, oh so uh, I, I, I do need I need some help in my vocabulary absolutely <laughs> Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's our show for this week. We want to thank everybody for coming and joining us for each episode. Every single Friday, we have a new one. Please check out our YouTube channel and look at all the great videos that we do post up there that include training, but also a video version of this podcast. I am Will TLD. Thank you very much for another great week. That is Keto Frank Funk. Thank you, guys. We will be here for another great week of Apple stuff, and I love every single one of you. Peace out, man. <laughs>